Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, strong information and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Leo DiCaprio should play the middle Michael B. Jordan to did miss a star Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet We about to talk about bullshit pictures Leo DiCaprio should play the middle Michael B. Jordan should date my star Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet shots we, we about, about to, to talk, talk about bullshit Welcome to the show podcast. Your favorite actor, uh, my favorite actor, our favorite, favorite actor. Yeah, I, I caught it. I'm gonna be one of them off the rails. It's just one of those days. <laughs> Alright, you know what this means. This is another episode. Yeah. Of, uh, we, don't, we don't even know the words. Uh, what you would call the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but clearly get off subject and start to talk about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we maybe might mention individuals to make up the name of this here. John, you already know what it is. It's your boy Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Bretts in the third, aka Slim Nate, aka Slim Pickens, aka for just just episode only because I'm a little mad. I ain't Nady Irving this episode. Yeah. Uh, aka Baby Nate, aka Nady Crosby, aka Silk Pajamas, no. aka Young Wizzy. What? <laughs> A.K.A. Belly Rollin, Robert yeah. Balmain Jr., Nady Parker, A.K.A. Huh? Uh, who else what, I is? What dude did you marry with the last name Parker? <laughs> Roll. Yeah, that's, that's how you change the subject. Uh, it is your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Fix My Life Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, and Sweet Lady. It truly feels like it's been weeks. Could you be my sweet love for... A lifetime, I'll be there when you need me. Just go and receive me. Word on the street is we need to sing more on the podcast, is what somebody told me. Oh, well, then <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right, so you see any uh, movies since the last episode? I saw one movie, which I meant to write down because I usually give them ratings. Let me guess what it is. Transformers? Nah. Uh, the movie I saw goes by the name of Valerian and the <laughs> Okay, city yeah, that was my second guess. And the city of a thousand planets. I could not think of what it was called. I saw that trash as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? 
it was like fun at first, <laughs> and then as the minutes went by, my anger started to. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> then I was like, I gotta be wrapping up here shortly. Looked at my watch, it wasn't twelve. Or we went to the ten o'clock, and then looked at my watch, it wasn't twelve yet. I was like, oh my gosh, there's at least an hour and a half left. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, all right, now I don't. It was like a mix of Avatar, the Star Wars reboots with Hayden Christensen, uh, and of course Fifth Element because the director. And then, uh, what else did I like about it? The all the creatures or aliens, whatever they were from that planet. I thought they were all women. It took until the very end of the movie to realize those were men too. Oh yeah, Especially they all looked their, feminine. Also, their voices were all <laughs> very ladylike. Oh yeah, they really did look like the avatars from Avatar. Uh huh. Mm. And then Rihanna's role was odd. Oh, her acting, when she was actually her, was not the greatest. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of seeing movies where Kella De- Cara Delevingne is like a scientist or <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's I'm like, she must just be that must she's be her. Just, she's just smart. She knows these things. Uh. I don't know what I don't really know what the movie was about. Me neither. I know. <laughs> that, that's one of the hard parts. I know John Goodman was in it, playing Barely. a John Goodman sized <laughs> alien. Uh you got Ethan Hawke was in it. Was he? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh uh Clive Owen was in it. Oh yeah, okay. That yeah, I remember that. Ethan Hawke had a nice little lightning fast part. Where he came out, introduced him to Rihanna. Rihanna did her little dance performance I didn't like. That must have been when I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and on top of that, when I realized this movie's never going to end, I tried to do what I do best, and that's try to fall asleep in the movie. I was so mad that I kept I could, I could kept staying up and couldn't fall asleep. It's like, oh my gosh. So it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, because the beginning part, it looked nice. But then it just, I didn't know what it was about. Didn't have no more interest in it. Wish I would have, I was getting tired. I'm like, man, I could be sleeping in bed instead of <laughs> seeing Valerian. But I've seen it. Yeah, I I saw this on a whim. It was a Friday. I was like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to do nothing when I go home. So I guess I'll just go see this one movie nobody else wants to go see. So I by myself, get in the theater, I'm sitting there. News breaks that Kyrie don't want to play for the Cavs no more. So my mind was all over the place. It definitely wasn't in the mood to watch no movie. I wasn't really in the mood to watch. So like you said, I like the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. that The little virtual reality little marketplace that they had. I thought that scene was cool. It was entertaining. It reminded me, for some reason, reminded me of Road, <laughs> Road to El Dorado. <laughs> like those two wacky people. Yeah, I mean, little Aladdin-like stunts. I didn't like their uh, their relationship. I it mean, went from me thinking they were just Rayleigh partners to brother and sister <laughs> to why are they about to get married? <laughs> See, I like the attempt. They tried to be entertaining, so I'm, I, I give them kudos for that. But it just, I just didn't like it. I didn't like how it was written. I didn't like that whole, the whole uh, will they, won't they. Uh, element to the story. I kind of think that yeah. took away from it in a way. I mean, they do it in a bunch of other movies, but just the way this one approached it wasn't feeling it. And Dane DeHaan is a ladies' man. 
<laughs> That's really hard to believe. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Um, Especially when he was bragging on himself when he had his shirt off in that one scene. Like, what, huh? <laughs> what are you bragging about? <laughs> like, built uh, very odd. <laughs> you built like you don't know, eat for days. Whatever. Um, Rihanna was only in the movie for about 15 minutes, and I could have deal without it. The visuals were cool, but it's nothing to make me think the movie was good, like I've been seeing in some of these reviews. I, like I said as well, don't really know what the movie was necessarily <laughs> about, but mind you, I literally lost interest less than halfway through the movie, so that oh, yeah, probably was, was the case. I was done once, it started, once she got captured. So, yeah, in my head, this movie was booty, but it wasn't terrible. But it's not, like, the greatest movie of the year, like Peter Jackson. Did he, was he the one who called it that? <laughs> Somebody called it the best movie of the year and best movie in years. So, that threw me in for a loop a little bit. All right, you see anything else? Yeah, that's it. All right, let me rattle off these movies I watch, that I watched. I'm trying to remember if I watched something. Uh, let's see. Watched a, a Raven song. That actually was kind of funny. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did not mind it. <laughs> I got to the point where I was about to go on the guide, <laughs> go oh, record series. I already did that. <laughs> I was uh, like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Entertaining program. Well, I didn't know. Way better than all the other rebooted. Yeah. Was... Such as Girl Meets World that doesn't look anything like Boy Meets World. <laughs> Yeah, because the cameras are so much more newer. Yeah, that's a, at first when I was looking at this, I'm like, why do it look different? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, new cameras. Just, yeah, it was, Raven was cracking me up. I don't care if she thinks she white, black, or whatever. She's funny on here. <laughs> the way she was, she was acting. disrespecting uh, her son. <laughs> that was funny. The timeline would mean she got pregnant right when that's so Raven. Yeah, I don't understand. Where, <laughs> where Kyle Massey at? Yeah, where um, her brother I see they got the dude. Brianna had to remind me that was the dude she dated on the show. Uh-huh. The, or Debbie Dad, or whatever it is. <laughs> Baby Daddy. Uh, Chelsea is a lot more dumber than I thought she was. I forgot how dumb she was. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the visions are terrible because they're not really visions. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> that's not even a big moment that you're <laughs> reflecting on. That yeah. you're making an episode about. But I'll probably keep watching if I can remember. Yeah, I don't mind it. Now, but the stuff they showed before that. Descendants 2, <laughs> which was on ABC, Disney, Lifetime. All Lifetime, at the same time? Yep. Freeform. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is this a real huge movie? <laughs> I guess. It was on, why was it on Lifetime? Yeah, it was on, I think it was six channels at the same time. <laughs> I kept flipping back and forth through three of them. I ain't never, I ain't did that with no other movie yeah, or nothing. I, they ain't never do that with High School Musical. Yeah, yeah, I think because the first one did it was like the it's one of the highest uh, viewed uh, cable TV shows of all time. This one Dang. did like 13 million views or 15 million views. I don't know. I kept turning it on and off. I had several questions. I was like, "Who are these? Uh, who are these children? To the what villains are these for? <laughs> are they good? Or are they bad? Yeah. These songs are trash. Why?" The plot is terrible. There was one scene who I believe is the son of the main character dude. He's the child of Beauty and Beast. That's I think. weird. There was a big showdown. Uh. At the, <laughs> there was a, a showdown at the end 
Cause like he was about to marry uh, the the black girl from uh, House of Pain, the little little kid China something whatever oh, her yeah. name is. <laughs> I guess she's Ursula's kid. I don't know. He was about- Ursula is now black. Or was she black in the hood? In the the the, uh, the thing? <laughs> Underwater, like purple or blue or something. So Underwater I don't know. the movie. <laughs> oh, so why isn't uh whatever her name is blue? She had blue dreads. Oh, okay. So they they was about to get, <laughs> they was about to get or married or something I don't know I don't even know if these kids are of age um, they were about to do something of the sorts then the his original love interest who I can't even honestly tell you whose kid she's supposed to be she, I think through the movie she kept she I think she was trying to be good but she couldn't fight it no more so she went back to being bad. Which, you know, showed her, like, tagging walls and stuff. And then he wanted to be with her, so he tried to be bad. That's where they had the song, Chilling Like a Villain. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That song is terrible. (laughs) To teach him how to be bad, okay. (laughs) Then, but she kept turning him away, so then he got, like, a spell or something from the Ursula's kid. Okay, so that takes us to the boat. Then the two girls got in a battle. (laughs) Ursula turned into the little octopus or whatever that she is, got in the water. She was all big. It looked terrible. The other girl turned into a dragon. So they were battling in the water. He went to get her, went to go in the water to separate them. There was no need. But before he did that, he growled. (laughs) Like he did a roar of some sort, dove in the water. So I thought when he roared, he was about to turn into a beast. Nah, he just did that, and then he dove into the water. (laughs) It was real random. So, you know, they do that. They... He stops them, uh, talks them out of it, movie ends, and then they, they dance, you know, like all high, or all little uh, musical type of movies like this end. What all I'm trying to say is the movie was trash. <laughs> I, I watched the majority of it. I was sitting here like, why am I watching this? And then they had a little after thing special where they was taking questions, Dang. and it was being hosted by a five-year-old who had a lisp and couldn't, like, <laughs> read or she couldn't control the situation. All I know is I hated every minute of it. It was torture. <laughs> Kenny Ortega, you better than this, my dude. You did High School Musical. You ain't gotta do all these. I just didn't know that this was something huge. Me neither. I'm just sitting at home on a Friday night, scanning through channels. Like, why is it that the sentence two is on all these different channels? That is crazy. So I watched majority of that, but before that, at the movies, I watched The Big Sick. This was a very Judd Apatel-esque movie. You can tell he was working behind the <laughs> scenes of it, because it's not one of those, like, in-your-face type of comedies. It's more laid back, and you actually got to pay attention to what they're saying in order to understand the jokes. But I thought it was real good. Um, I would have thought, oh, girl is going to be in it more, even though I understood what the plot of the movie was, but... Saying she's a co-star, it's very loose. Uh, the movie had some very funny jokes. There was a funny 9-11 joke that, what's his name, said. I think he said something like, Ray Romano asked him, so, what'd you think about 9-11? <laughs> Just a random conversation. And he said it was a tragedy. We lost, a, like, 19 good men or something. And then there was a funny brain damage joke. I can't even remember how it goes, but definitely one of the more funnier movies of the year and I definitely enjoyed the story and the acting and all that good stuff Holly Hunter was great in it um and she was the standout for me so that's definitely a good movie next I saw Wish Upon 
Ooh. Now you go from good movie to not good movie. <laughs> this movie wasn't scary in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised, but even for people who don't want to watch scary movies, you can watch this movie easy <laughs> and not be terrified. <laughs> the acting is trash. Oh, man. Zoe, what's her name? Zoe King? Is that the girl's name who stars oh, in this movie? Oh, Zoe King. Joey King. Shout <laughs> <laughs> Zoe King, whoever you are. Her acting was terrible. Uh, the Asian dude. Is that the same dude who was in uh, Unforgettable Kimmy Schmidt? I have to look. Oh, no. His acting was bad, and he kept wearing a hat <laughs> sideways, and it was bothering me that was funny. immensely. Once again, they got the movie where there's really no reason, but the, there's a group of high school kids that are too cool for school, and they just will do ruthless things. <laughs> to people that they don't like and they don't really have reasons for it. Let me scan through my notes of this bad movie. Um, like, after she would make a wish, somebody would die that I guess she knew, but there was never an explanation of the order that the people were going to die or who exactly dies. They just died. It was just random, I guess. Some of those scenes look very forced, but they also reminded me of a very weak version of the Final Destination, like how those deaths come, oh, yeah, where yeah. they show you like the step-by-step -step of oh, yeah, this happens, so this happens. That this is dude's him. name is Ki Hong Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. That is crazy. Why are the names all very similar? Yeah, just name him Bruce. Y'all know y'all like Bruce Lee all like that. I didn't know there was a Bruce Lee biopic coming out. When I was watching it, I was like, is this loosely based on it? was a lot of action. <laughs> like, is this like really like that? Hey, he got an enemy and everything. I, yeah, I was going to say, I could tell when it was just showing him on a movie set. But when he was fighting old uh, Crouching Tiger and they ran up the wall. Like, did this really happen? Like, is this his life? He really was the dragon. Dang, they got all eyes on me for it. <laughs> See that? <laughs> See this action-packed biopic? That looks sweet. I don't know why it wasn't my boy from uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Edge of Seventeen. <laughs> Lord, Ray Redemption. <laughs> it's that dude from Edge of Seventeen. Has he been in anything else? Probably not. But no racism. But a lot of them look alike to me, so they could. He could have easily been in ten movies this year. Um. Let's see what else did I not like. Oh yeah, one of her one of the wishes that Claire did. That's a Joey King. That's her name in the movie. She wished for her dad not to be embarrassing. Her dad was a, a bum looking uh, Ryan Philippi or what's his name? That was him. No, what is his name? Was it Ryan Philippi? Let me see. Whoever is, what's that dude who has like two first names? Uh, or is it Ryan Philippi? I think it was, I'm going with Ryan Phillippe. He was a, he was like this dude who looked like a bum, didn't shave, dug through trash throughout the day. So she wished for him not to be embarrassing. So I don't know how you come up with yeah, that. Ryan Phillippe. Okay. Well, just imagine with him like a winter hat on all the time, big jacket, <laughs> digging through trash. He so, stars on the um, TV version of Shooter. Yeah, shoot, uh, show I never watched. But so she said, I wish for my dad not to be embarrassing. So when you you uh, have a wish like that, how do you think that's going to be go? How do you think they're going to go about making that wish come true? That's not a specific thing you can do. That's an opinion. But it's, so they uh, he came out with his head shaved. 
or his beard shaved, his hair cut, he was wearing nicer clothes, and he was playing the saxophone again. So I guess that was, that's what it means to not be embarrassing. Um, there was a quote in the movie where somebody said, haters gonna hate, and I almost vomited in my seat. Because when white people say stuff like that, it makes me cringe. Um, the movie must be in the same universe as Fast and the Furious because <laughs> there was, was a random shot when Ryan Philby was supposed to die, but he didn't. Uh, of <laughs> these two sportsland cars, like they were straight out of Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> they, they were racing. They had to be racing because they were side by side. They just came around the corner. It looked like Tyrese and Paul Walker just was racing <laughs> mid-movie. I was like, what in the world? This was random. Um, yeah. I did like the ending of the movie because it wasn't like one of those, uh, let's, we got to figure this out so we can all live type of movie or ending it ended literally how it should have ended. But then, make sure you stay for the mid-credit scene, because they oh try to tease a sequel. <laughs> Why? I was like, please, get out of here with that. So the movie was trash. Um, I already talked about Valerian. Watched some of Descendants 2. Continue my Blu-ray marathon. I watched This is the End. Literally have not watched that movie since it came out in theaters, which was 2013. Because when I went to grab it, it still had the plastic on the Blu-ray. <laughs> so I had to unwrap the plastic and watch it. That's hilarious. Yep, still as funny as it was the two times I watched it in the theater. Michael Sarah stole the whole beginning of the movie because <laughs> all the classic stuff he was doing. That does this Coke smell funny joke oh, had me dying. The conversation about not raping Emma Watson was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the whole uh, ejaculating conversation between James Franco and Teddy McBride hilarious. was funny. It went on for a long time. I was watching the little line of little... The line of Rama. Yeah, that, that was, was real long. I don't know how they was able to do that and not <laughs> continuously laugh. And like you brought up last episode, Danny McBride was the best part of the movie because he was just crazy and hilarious. Everybody else did great, but he definitely stood out. So this is one of my favorite movies. Definitely one of the funnier movies I've ever seen. Because it's literally just a bunch of friends hanging out, doing random stuff all while there's mm -hmm. an apocalypse going on behind them. So. This is the Avengers of all their movies they made prior to this one. So if you've never seen that and you want to laugh to your stomach hurts, go ahead. And last but not least, at the movies, I saw a film by the name of Dunkirk. Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors. And I don't understand how people say that this is his best movie. <laughs> I ain't seen it. This is a silent film for about the first 30 minutes. And then when they do speak, I could not understand what was being said. This is a movie that when I, I was watching, I was like, I mean, it's good. But this, this is no, it's no Inception. It's no Dark Knight. No Dark Knight Rises. No Memento. No, what else, no um, Interstellars. None of those. But I, I guess I can see why people think it's great. The score was great. Hans Zimmer killed that. Um, the special effects were dope. Basically brought you right into what it feels like to be in a war, even though there wasn't that much like violence or action or that much or of those type of sorts or just explosions and crashes and stuff like that. And what made the movie good, because like I just said, there wasn't that much action going on so the whole thrill and the on the edge of your seat factor of what was going to happen next and just 
being put in that situation, how it, how it would feel to be a part of a war and that intensity of trying to escape and all that and survive is what I thought made the movie or was the best part about the movie. But yeah, y'all gotta work. I this is a thing I've been noticing with Christopher Nolan movies. Just like in Interstellar, he has like this background noise is so loud oh, yeah. <laughs> that you can't hear what they're saying sometimes. I mean, with this movie, the fact that they had accents was wasn't helping either. <laughs> but and the fact that they barely spoke, so when they did speak, I wasn't really checking for it. So I had to like re get into the movie to hear hear things, and so I was lost. And the way this movie is organized, it's not linear. It's piece here and then this happened here right, so yeah, trying yeah. to follow that with the letting the dialogue try to help his heart but it's still a good movie i mean it'll probably when i left i was like, i don't ever see myself watching this again it's one of those good movies you don't have to watch again but mm-hmm. then when i was reading about it i was like when somebody ex- when you when somebody explains it for you it's much better than it is sitting there watching it so i might watch it again to see if i can catch that feeling but it's just it probably ultimately is not you know, for me, but I still think the movie's good. The, Christopher Nolan did a great job directing it. Like I said, the score was great. The special effects were great. It's just not something I could see myself watching over and over again. But if it gets nominated for all type of awards later, I wouldn't be mad if it won. It's, it's deserving, I guess. It's not even two hours, so that's good. Okay. That's the best part. It's like an hour and 40 minutes, even though I saw it with Tony. He said he thought it was two hours. Valerian was most definitely two oh, hours. Yeah, that was like two hours and... 17 minutes, yeah. I think. And you feel every minute of it. Yep, sure do. <laughs> they try to make it fun, but it backfires. Mm. And uh, I think that's all I watched. So, quickly, I got one or two past episode reflections. Uh, in the last episode, we talked about our favorite characters in movies, so we named some of those. I completely forgot to mention Jigsaw being one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. uh, you have th- to be reminded with the trailer that came out. Uh, yeah. I mean, at first I thought about it, but I was putting it like, um, I was just thinking of Tobin Bell, but he wasn't the only Jigsaw, and I just like the character itself. Like, you never know who it was, and their methods were always different, but they were still working under the same umbrella, ultimately. And then the part where we was laughing at two guys kissing, that nomination was very funny because of how long we laughed. It's also sad at the same time. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there was some context to why we was laughing. <laughs> Dang, Brandon Knight's gone for the whole season. Mm. Huh. Yeah, but that was funny. That just shows you how childish we are. I ain't never going to change. Um, yeah, so before we jump into the topics for this episode, you got anything you want to throw out there? Hmm, I can think of. All right. Well, I got a few different ones. Oh, yeah. This uh, last couple episodes, we've been reaching to give somebody punishment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got, but this week, I can't prepare. I got mad nominees okay. that we Good. can choose from. It ain't like last week where Chris McKay, I believe, had to, was it him? <laughs> he had to just get it just for something stupid. But first up, Comic-Con was going on this past weekend. Oh, yeah, all that new stuff. Yeah, they dropped mad trailers, news, such and such. So there was four trailers that stuck out to me. So I'm going to name four, or we're going to go through these four. I just want you to give me a quick thought on them. Then we're going to want you to tell me which one was your favorite. First up, we got the Jigsaw trailer. Okay. Was you a fan of that one? Uh, I mean, it didn't look awful, but it was just plain. It doesn't really seem like a necessary uh, 
addition to the Saw movies that they already made because now they got to re-explain everything. Let them know why uh, there's a new one. Yes. I mean, I didn't know what to expect, but now that I see it, this looks exactly how I expect I, a Saw movie. It looks identical <laughs> to whatever you... If if you if somebody just asks you what happens in Saw movies, and look at this trailer mm-hmm. for the new one. This is exactly how I expected to look in 2017. Rehash an old uh, yeah, that's I didn't like kills. That. that was annoying, but I did like the fact that they keep it in Saw fashion. It's like a murder mystery of yeah. sorts. Like you don't know who's behind it. I mean, I'm assuming that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, that's just the only thing I don't like about it because they did that already. True. I, what made me like the Saw movies, uh, me being a fan of it, was just because how it was a continuous story. Yeah. And, then, and the fact that um, it was like they kept you, they always had a twist of some sort at the end, so you never know what to expect. So I'm going to assume that's what they're going to do here. I'm hoping so. Like have it be like part murder mystery and then like throw you for a loop at the end, probably let you know that somehow Tobin Bell is still alive. Um, but... Yeah, so, I mean, it, was, it didn't amp me up for it. It was just what you expect. All right, next, we had the almost four-minute-long Justice League trailer. Oh, yeah. What did you think about that one? I can tell uh, Josh Wheaton cut the trailer, uh, <laughs> edited that one, because I could see characters, uh, <laughs> the little light in the background. But, I mean, it looked better than all the other trailers. Why was it almost four minutes? I have no clue. They're getting desperate. They're like, all right, we're about to just show you the whole movie. We got tea stuff like, you said you would come. Yeah, I didn't like that. Like, Don't show me the tip of Superman's shoulder. That's crazy. <laughs> like, tease we, it better. We know he's in the movie. Nobody wanted to see a Justice League movie without. Yeah, I'm getting sick of these posters. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is like. That one poster looks like a band. <laughs> I don't like the it. Whole crew. Um, it. The trailer showcased even more how I. Don't want Ezra Miller playing. Yeah, he, <laughs> when he started speaking, I was like, <laughs> there's only so much caping I can do for you. It doesn't even look cool, really. It, it didn't mesh well. <laughs> and then he's not, like, part, he's not cool or nothing. Not that the character is supposed to be a cool guy, but you're supposed to, like, look it or something. And then whatever the dude that plays Cyborg's name is, he's just... They talk about Ben Affleck's age not fitting with these people. His fame is just, his fame level is bothering me. Yeah, I guess they all got to have a Chris Kirkpatrick. I mean, <laughs> why couldn't Chris Kirkpatrick be uh, somebody we know? Uh, What's his name? Uh, Corey it, Hawkins. Yeah, what's his name? I was going to call him Andrew Hawkins on accident. <laughs> that really could have been Corey Hawkins. Something. He could have not did that canceled 24 crap. Yeah, saved his time. Uh, dang. They got this dude from Broadway. and yeah, he That doesn't even look cool. When he spoke, I was so disappointed in his speaking voice. Because I'm accustomed to Cyborg from Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. It was funny. Screams. Nah. This one was very monotone. Yeah. Him and Ben Affleck are going to be battling for the yeah, monotone. I don't have a scene with just them two talking. That's when you can go get your icy or <laughs> refilling your popcorn. Yeah, that's when you got to stand up and walk up and down the steps because you might fall asleep. I can't imagine. This chemistry, you got Gal Gadot. This, that's Ezra, why they brought Josh, Josh Wade in. <laughs> Ezra, because you got to write the dialogue. <laughs> Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, and Black Guy. 
Oh, I'm forgetting about Jason Momoa, the best part of the trailers. <laughs> his action is wild. <laughs> and I didn't like that. If y'all gonna show me Steppenwolf, show me his face. <laughs> hey, just stop showing me the top of his head, the back of him. Y'all shouldn't have showed him at all. Uh-huh. Y'all could have saved that. When I turned on, when I went to YouTube and I saw the trailer, it said four minutes and something <laughs> seconds. I almost didn't watch it. Uh-huh, you would think it's a fake one. I was like, it's action-packed. That, I mean... If it tells you anything, the movie looks action It got action packed. in it. But I'm disturbed by the dialogue. I don't want to, We saw a glimpse of it in some of the other ones and in all these trailers. Yeah. They don't fit. They don't look good as a unit. Yeah, I think uh, what I'm getting is the story is going to be trash, but it might be good just for the simple fact the action is crazy. Yeah, and action is it's saving grace because I don't want to hear Ezra Miller and Ben Affleck have a conversation. One's a grown man and one is... <laughs> Whatever Ezra is, a young man. I also uh, young woman. <laughs> when, I, when I saw when I, after I watched and I was thinking and like reading all the uh, the fact that um, the reshoots have been going on for months now. Um, I was like, maybe they're doing this because half of these scenes won't even be in the movie. Uh-huh. So like we could just show you all this because you're not ever going to see it again. <laughs> so I was like, man, that, that would probably be interesting. Um, but yeah, I think what I took away from this, DC still doesn't know how to do trailers right. They they just show you too much. They don't know. They're they're confused. I did see that they uh they're kind of shaping Wonder Woman to be the face of the movie. They have to because <laughs> y'all also trying to push Ben Affleck away from. That was their fault. I told y'all ahead of time. That's why I need to work at a movie studio. <laughs> we gonna we gonna have to discuss Ben Affleck in a second because his career is going <laughs> down. It's not. Not but looking too good. All right, moving on to the Thor trailer. Would you like? Or would you think about that one? Yeah, I like that one a lot. It looked entertaining. The cinema, cinematography was great, yeah. uh, and it looks funny. It looks like it has sweet action. Tessa Thompson didn't look bad as Valkyrie. Carl mm-hmm. uh, Urban looked crazy. Um, Mark Ruffalo as the Hawk was good. They were all funny. The Hawk really like each movie. It seems like they get him when he's the Hawk to look more and more yeah. like Mark Ruffalo. This I, time he looked spot on. Uh huh. I like that. Dang. Uh, get to see Hawk in more action, almost solo like action. Uh, seeing him as like Thor's sidekick and then fighting alone in this movie. And, and then talking. Ban- yeah, talking. <laughs> that, that was, was funny. <laughs> and then uh, their banter together. I saw a headline read the article where the director said it was half of the movie was almost improv Like 80% of it. Oh, yeah, 80%. Yeah, he said, he was just like, um, he would get in front of the camera and then he would just come up with ideas of them stuff to say and whatnot. Yeah. But it looks real good. It looked directed well. Yeah, I also read today that they said the cut they have right now is only like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, oh, this movie going to be nonstop action then. Uh-huh. Cause- a little fun movie. So that was, yeah, it was definitely a great looking trailer. It's looking like it's gonna be the best of the Thor movies. I can't, well, definitely. Thor looks funnier than ever, and he's been funny in the other ones. But it looks like this one might be a nonstop comedy. I'm definitely looking forward to it. it looks like Marvel got another hit on their hands. Uh-huh. So that's I, a good one. I expect nothing else. Um, all right, several straight good movies about to come out. They haven't had one bad movie. And DC is about to stumble through the rest of their first phase. They're just going to keep bragging that Wonder Woman is now the highest grossing got, movie of the summer. I don't like that. one movie. I do not like that. So that means y'all saw Guardians, and then y'all was like, we done after the first week or two. <laughs> Wonder Woman got this little Avatar streak where it just keeps going and going. 
I can see Guardians 3 being even less popular. Than Probably. That's what's making me nervous. I would say it would have been like that for Avengers if Avengers, this new one, didn't have a majillion people in mm-hmm. it. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 got Iron Man. They probably will do some <laughs> But by then, tickets will be like 15 to $20 mm-hmm. everywhere, so they'll probably still make a whole bunch of money. And I think I remember uh, Iron Man being in the Guardians of the Galaxy in one of some of them comic books, so... We wouldn't be shocked. Iron Man is now just going to be the guy where if you need that juice, he's going to come in, get $50 million, do t- five to ten minutes of screen time, and then he's going to go away. All right, last trailer I have here is the Ready Player One trailer. Did you watch that one? Yeah. What did you think about that one? I, it made me have to go on Wikipedia because I ain't about to read the book. To this see. A, it's based on a book? Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to, re- <laughs> to read about uh, the book because I was like, I know. Iron Giant was not in in this book. And Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and so I looked. They, I don't think they were in it. I know Iron Giant for sure wasn't in it. So then I was like, did this movie just decide to do what it wanted to? Or is it the actual book? And some of it was the same. I think they just updated the characters. Because, mm-hmm. of course, the characters in the book ain't going to be as new as some of the other ones. And in the book, it was more video games, like Pac-Man and stuff. Mm-hmm. We already seen that. With, like, yeah, Pixel. I think that's probably why they did that. I'm <laughs> like, well, because Adam Sandler decided to make Pixels. <laughs> we can't do what our movie's about. But, uh, it looked alright, but it ain't jump off like no Thor or nothing. Yeah, I wouldn't, when I've been hearing about this movie, I don't know why it never connected in my brain that it was going to be about video games or virtual reality. <laughs> when you hear the title Ready Player One, it had, it, now it screams video game. Uh-huh. But before, I was like, what is this, like some spaceship movie? <laughs> is that the name of the ship they're going to be riding in? But when I saw it, I was like, oh, this surprised me because I wasn't expecting it to look like this. It reminded me of Tron mixed with oh, yeah, it really did. something else. But I was surprised. It actually made me more anticipated for the movie because seeing those people, um, you get into video games and you start playing all these random characters from, like you said, Iron Giant to Freddy Krueger. And the way it looked, looked sweet. And then when you actually like hear the story or know what the plot is about them, some dead dude giving away his money and all the people getting in there trying to... It's almost like a treasure hunt, basically. So connecting all those dots thought it was sweet hopefully ty sheridan doesn't suck <laughs> he's wearing um what's it called stuff over his eyes again in the movie yeah, so uh, he's being typecast <laughs> you gotta have stuff over your eyes <laughs> right. won't see them eyes all right so going off them four trailers which one would you say was your favorite thor ragnarok all right i did watch a the some of uh, a film version off of a phone of the Avengers Infinity Wars oh, really? clips. I watched that. It looked sweet. It looked. It felt even though I was watching the watching. It was the actual clips and it was actually them. It still felt like this ain't real because <laughs> seeing uh, how it started with the Guardians, they on their ship, they talking, crowd cheers, then somebody slams against their their windshield. It's Thor. They pull him in. They cheer, and then. What happened after that? Some talking. Oh, and then once they everybody starts realizing Thanos is coming and Peter Parker's on the bus, his uh, Spidey sense goes off. Uh, <laughs> uh, Captain America's in it very quickly. Who else? And they they showed they did show a small amount of fighting, but it, it looks good. I yeah. should pull that up. I can't wait to see that. 
Reading about the Black Panther trailer was dope. Oh, yeah, um, I watched the, the panel from Comic-Con of the Black Panther. Michael B. gonna have himself a little Black Panther costume on, what is it, like gold or something? Mm-hmm. They had they had everybody lined up. They had Kevin Feige, Ryan Coogler, Chadwick Boseman, Lapita, then Michael B. Nah, that ain't right. Then... Who's after? All I know is all the way at the end was Winston Duke and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh Forrest Whitaker. Well, uh, Forrest Whitaker looked odd at a Comic Con. He probably and doesn't know what Comic Con is. He said it was his first one, but I'm like, you were in Rogue One last year. Oh yeah. He's, <laughs> he's just like, yeah. So Um And Winston Duke is humongous. I know them chairs were screaming. <laughs> <laughs> And then after, oh yeah, they showed the the trailer um, for the crowd, and that was the first time the cast had uh, seen it. Seen that, and the way they was dapping each oh, other yeah. up, they I was, was hyped. I was reading about that. That made reading about that made me more hyped for the movie. That was hilarious. Michael B got up, went over to chat with Bozeman because I guess it's some sort of black dude. Black dude, we got to <laughs> shake hands. We walked past everybody. <laughs> Everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that movie's going to be sweet. I can't. I can't right, wait. I'm about to show this dude this. I don't know if we're going to pause this. I'm leaving on. How they let people in there with a phone <laughs> is crazy. Like, I got to be better at this. We're watching the Infinity Wars off of a phone trailer. Oh, is somebody doing the old okie doke on me? Like they always do when I try to look for a song. I watched <laughs> this. Oh, they hit me with the old whoop wop. They probably had to move it. They was on to him. I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't tripping. Uh, but yeah, I would say my favorite trailer. Why are you looking for it? Thor was my favorite, but I was, I was more impressed by the Ready Player One because I didn't really expect nothing from that. I expect Thor to be good. They got me again. Everybody took it down. <laughs> Everybody took the thing down. Yeah, they probably went on a manhunt. Like, all right, stri- uh, sweep the internet. We don't want this stuff up here no more. Um, but, yeah, so I would say Ready Player One just because I was a little surprised by it. Justice League is disappointing, <laughs> like always. I gotta, It started out so good. I loved Man of Steel. I watched uh-huh. it three times in the theater, and then what was it Batman vs Superman was next, Oof. and y'all killed my vibe, Kendrick. That was trash, <laughs> garbage. Okay, anywho, Franklin, uh, turtle, <laughs> shell, taco, uh, Mexican, Antonio Banderas, poos and boots, lugs. Uh, boots. <laughs> oh, and we have come to a screeching halt because somebody threw out an awful repeat bar. <laughs> that's a loud. Put him in a panic where he had to say something that was said already. That's a loud in this this no, hip hop society. No, nope. We allowed it. We allowed to make stuff up and repeat bars. <laughs> he repeated a bar. <laughs> And it wasn't like a couple more bars later. No. Nope. It was boots, lugs, boots. boots. <laughs> Dang, I want to hear that. Somebody on a song. Boots like lugs like boots. <laughs> oh, shoot. Ooh. Hey, my bar game is intense. Woo. All right. Camping. Oh, my 
gosh. Woo! And that means I need my sound effect if I can find it. Everybody, that was most definitely a. Don't say it. Secret of mine. Put my phone down because I'm gonna drop it. That, that was awful. Was flames. That was awful. No. <laughs> Dang, I just keep going. Oh. Keep going. Energizer bunny. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Franklin. Uh, all right. While you're looking for that, I'm gonna move on to your boy Benny Affleck. Benny. He had to drop out of Triple Frontier for personal reasons. <laughs> and there's rumors going around that Warner Brothers is looking to replace him as Batman. He said, though, he'll play Batman as long as they want him to play it. Oh, and that's over. <laughs> so he said he got the best character in the world. So he seems excited. Or that could just be to quiet the storm. <laughs> but anyways, is the positive side of his career over? Are we? <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, because it hasn't been good ever since he put on that Batman. I was about to say, I don't know, Batman mask and costume and belt. <laughs> it ain't, Batman belt. It ain't been looking too good for him. Uh, I feel like he got another good. He has to get far from this. <laughs> Just get away. No more superhero movies. You're you're good. You're done. <laughs> There's no more of that for you. That is sad because he was right one of the better parts of Batman versus Superman. He's it, looking like one of the worst parts of Justice League. <laughs> I don't know why. That's weird. It's the they got a bunch of just odd pieces, just separate entities. Nothing that meshes well together like the Avengers. I mean, the accountant came out after Batman versus Superman. I liked it. People didn't necessarily like it. It's got a sequel coming out. Uh, his own movie, whatever that crap was, that Everybody bombed. Right. Yeah, that bombed. He lost his spot as the Batman director and writer. <laughs> he, <laughs> he might, uh, he might lose a uh, role. What they, are they gonna do? Who's gonna play it? How are they gonna yeah, write yeah. him off? Yeah, if they <laughs> and if they do that, take advantage. Get a new cyborg. Get a new uh, yeah. How they uh, Flash <laughs> and Henry Cavill's hairline look like it may be. Roll, roll, <laughs> rolling on backwards. So they gonna have to do something about that. Yeah, this is unless they want to go with a Superman with the clean body. <laughs> Somebody who turned into Lex Luthor at the end of the movie—that's a big twist. I can see them doing. Or are they gonna do like they said? Introduce Robin. Robin immediately becomes Batman. <laughs> I sleep on that so heavy. <laughs> Oh, man. I would like this to not be it for Benny. But it ain't looking too good for him. Here's their reaction to seeing the trailer. Huh? No, no, no. Let me... Hidden ad somewhere. I hate those. Now I'm pulling the podcast up, even though I do that every week. (laughs) Why won't this disappear? They really do be hiding these ads better and better lately. I gotta completely g- leave pages because I can't find where it's coming from. Get! Don't y'all show another one. 
Again! Dun 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 dun. This is the reaction to. Who was that black fella? Who oh, that's that? Lapita. <laughs> 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 oh, I thought I saw a dude with dreads. <laughs> got this little flower garment on. The fact that they are shaking up like they just won the championship. <laughs> she got a. She got a Their jig. reactions. They all hopped up, shook hands, and then they rolled out. Hey, black people must not get these type of opportunities. They really done because <laughs> the fact that they had. Michael B, he definitely should have been cheering because the last well, last screen, thank goodness. Last time was I was here, so, he, was, he was probably so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, it didn't go so well last time I was here. <laughs> Chadwick Bozeman had his fist over his mouth like he saw the greatest thing ever. He's like, finally, I'm not playing a, a historical black <laughs> Because uh, he got another one uh -huh. coming out. Right? Who is he playing in this one? Morgan uh, Freeman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, where was that? Yeah, that movie better be as sweet as I hope it is. Um, but yeah, so. I uh, got it. I found it. Somebody. Somebody's slipping. They ain't catch it. From a distance. We're just watching this, uh, Avengers Infinity War clip off of somebody's cellular phone. Tell that person to move their head. Move your hand! Okay. Okay. Oh Woo! my gosh! Move your hand. Trying to hide the phone. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I would just rather y'all not do it then. <laughs> Might as well. We're just getting a little snippet. We got Thor landed on the glass. So that makes me think: How's this movie go? Or how's Thor going to end? I know this clearly ends like this. How this starts. Oh my gosh, this person is terrible. Sorry we ain't talking, we watching something. <laughs> I mean, this the Ragnarok really does fit in with the whole cosmic part, the way uh -huh. it looks. See some explosions. It's hard to tell through the cell phone and fingers. This this hand is bothering me. <laughs> Loki. <sighs> Spider-Man. They cheering like they ain't just see Spider-Man at the theater. <laughs> Iron Man. This looks they look like the world is destroyed. And I don't like that combination I just saw. <laughs> Iron Man, Mantis, yeah. and whoever else is in the background. Mantis better be throwing punches in this movie. Because the lack of punches she threw in Guardian of the Galaxy was very <laughs> annoying. Here comes Josh Brolin. Hello, Papa. <laughs> I ain't came through the portal. Finally, he's he not... Uh, in his chair no more. No, he needs like a hat or something. Yeah, I don't like that it. dome. <laughs> and I, I'm assuming that. Uh, Why is Star Lord fighting by himself? <laughs> yeah, he Where needs help. <laughs> with the rest of the crew, Spider Man with a new suit. Black Panther was clearly still in Africa. <laughs> I feel like there's some characters missing. I need an explanation for since with the beard, <laughs> bearded Steve. 
the Iron Monger. Blonde hair. Black Widow. Yeah. Who's missing? A bunch of them. Uh, I ain't see uh, Ant Man. Hawk, Hawk and Ant Man. And Captain Marvel, because clearly, since her movie's set in the 90s, where's she been? Yeah. They, I need an explanation for her. What is uh, Nick Fury doing? During all this. And where's Hawk? This Hawk, Hawk gets banished in Ragnarok, clearly. Okay, clearly Thanos got an insane amount of power, so he mm-hmm. just threw a big old force field, or not force field, a big old, what's that thing Krillin used to throw in Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Destructive Yeah, <disc. laughs> one of those big joints. I'm I'm concerned that Hawk and Ant-Man's not in this movie. Yeah, they, I mean, they were, did they show Doctor Strange? I said. I think he was in a little small background spot. Y'all got two movies that are apparently going to be three hours each. So. Yeah, and they about to start filming in like a couple weeks. Y'all can y'all can save some stuff that look from what I from what I saw through the fingers. That <laughs> looks real sweet. Looks very epic. I can't wait till we get the the official uh, the official one. Can't wait till next year when the movie drop. But they really need an explanation in this Captain Marvel movie when it comes out. Where was she? When the incident happened, and where was she when they yeah. was over there in Sokovia, destroying and lifting up worlds? That's all. I, that's what I'm going to be looking forward to in that movie. Because mm-hmm. she's kind of a second Avenger, so we need yeah, a, I don't like that. we need an explanation for why she was gone and disappeared or whatever. Lord. All right. So moving on from this whole Ben Affleck catastrophe, Benny staying on the Justice League front throw. A bunch of not this. Uh, hold on, let me click the link. A bunch of new. Oh my gosh! I'm about to copy and paste. But a bunch of. Uh, oh, here it is on my computer. Bunch of news about their whole reshoots. The Justice League reshoots have came out, including Hen- uh, including Henry Cavill's schedule that's preventing him from shaving his beard that he has, or not beard, mustache. <laughs> Superman's gonna have a mustache. No, they're gonna take it out digitally because he's still shooting. Oh sh- <laughs> my gosh! Just put makeup over it. I rather because <laughs> he's still shooting Mission Impossible Six, and he has to have a mustache in that movie, and they can't he shave has it. To <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the director said, when the movie comes out, you'll understand why he needs to have this mustache. Dang! <laughs> I ain't never. Yeah, this this all this stuff was cracking me up. So. Let's see. So they said, despite what the cast was saying this week at Comic-Con, there have been massive reshoots going on that have gone on for several months that cost the the cost equal to some mid-level films. (laughs) They say, while most of the set pieces staged by Zack Snyder will remain the same, the the reshoots are all about the connective tissue and the character work between those set pieces. That makes sense, they said, given that we, uh, Josh Whedon is good at dialogue and stuff and Zack Snyder is good at the action. They also said, don't expect Josh Whedon to take credit for any of the directing. He's just going to get a nice big check for a um, uh, nice big check that says he has a nice producing credit, a handsome fee to go along with it, and a nice little screenwriting credit. Uh, similar to what Tony Gilroy did with the bunch of Rogue One reshoots. The actors' schedules is what made this all jacked up. Uh, Gal Gadot and Aquaman, they had to do about two weeks of reshoots. Jason Momoa had to do... I called him Gal Gadot and Aquaman. 
Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa <laughs> had to do the two weeks. Momoa had to be pulled from shooting his own movie, Aquaman, in Australia to come over and do this. Um, Gal Gadot didn't have no scheduling conflicts, neither did Ben Affleck. Ezra Miller, on the other hand, had to be pulled from shooting Fantastic Beasts sequel to do this. <laughs> I know he was upset that he had to slice his bowl. <laughs> yeah, fix his bowl cut up and change his weird, 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 weird attitude. He had to like, dang, I'm so used to have my head on my shoulder. It was probably on a weird, him and a, and a, what's his name? Shoulder Eddie. limp. Yeah, Eddie Rap, man. Probably be on the set having weird offs. <laughs> <laughs> Who can be most weird? Uh, luckily, they, uh, the Fantastic Beasts is a Warner Brothers production, so that probably wasn't that hard. Uh, Henry Cavill, like I said, he has facial hair in Mission Impossible 6. He couldn't shave it because it's in his contract to keep it for that movie. So they had to use digital solutions to remove the mustache in the Justice League post-production. They said this won't be the last DC movie to undergo substantial reshoots. They're already planning on it for the next one. Are they proud of that? Like, they was like, we just <laughs> why are they saying it like that? Because I guess with Suicide Squad and Justice League, they had some last minute scrambling. So I, I want to know what they did to Suicide Squad. They changed the what did they change? Was it the ending? I forget what it was. Anything? So the, so the original ending was worse than what this one was. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm have an issue with. It's probably better. They probably had to go back. Ooh, we gotta make this movie PG thirteen, and we need more Cara Delevingne in here. But. Yeah, so, what are your thoughts on all that shenanigans that's going on over here? On He just can't get anything started smoothly. <laughs> Eric, has any of their stuff started off smooth and not rocky? Probably Man of Steel, but I can't even be 100% yeah, sure about that. Yeah, from what I know, seeing that there wasn't any anything before that, that probably went decently smooth, but as soon as they start getting other ideas... Batman vs Superman is next. Ah, oh, y'all jumping out the window. Yeah, y'all jumping. Let's add a that. thousand characters to it. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't shock me from DC anymore. As soon as that movie got pushed back like almost a year, I knew, <laughs> the, I knew they were headed down a iffy path. <laughs> and they everything start. They they they're probably used to it by now. Yeah, they, they probably like it gonna, like that. Yeah, they know it's gonna be a horrible ride. And then the product's not going to be great, but... We're going to make that money, though. Yeah. <laughs> James Wallace right, man, he was just knee-deep in shooting this movie. You get a phone call, like, oh, we need your main actor. <laughs> like, okay, get us all work on another Conjuring spinoff movie while y'all doing this. It's so bizarre that, that he's filming a movie with Aquaman, but y'all need Aquaman to go be in this movie because he got reshoots. Punch I'm him. like, if I was James Wallace, I'm like, hey, y'all's movie's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make a good one, so y'all can't have him right now. Let me add to the saving grace that Wonder Woman has done for y'all. Cause we all know Justice League probably gonna sit at at least fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It ain't gonna be twenty something like Batman vs Superman was. That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> one of the lowest. Let me. I gotta type that in. That is a wild. How you go from? Cause I'm pretty sure Suicide Squad is like a thirty or forty something percent. How you go from that to 90-something percent with Wonder Woman? That is, no wonder they said that's the biggest flip, or biggest uh, switch over to, like, good uh, good look. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> from one movie to another in a franchise, because that was topsy-turvy. Jesus. But, yeah, I just, I think it's all interesting. It's all crazy. I don't believe half the stuff they said. I think a lot of it's worse. 
they just basically just want Josh Whedon to direct the movie without it looking like he directed the movie. So I guess they need all that time. The whole mustache situation is crazy. I don't understand why he needs a mustache, but I don't want another situation like in the Fantastic Four where he's in Mission Impossible with a mustache, and then yeah. next thing you know, he got a sling without it. Yeah, I guess that's for the better. All right, I have a list of the 12 worst superhero movies according to Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty-seven at twelve, twenty-seven percent. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Don of Justice. Then you got at eleven, twenty-seven percent. One of my favorite movies, <laughs> Punisher War Zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at ten, also twenty-seven percent. The original Fantastic Four. Ugh. At nine, twenty-five percent. Co-starring one Ryan Reynolds, Blade <laughs> Trinity. Eek. He's doing some bad superhero movies. Oh, following up at number eight, 26%, Green Lantern. Woo! He, twice on the list. Oh, they counting this? At number seven, 17%, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Dang, that movie was hated like that? <laughs> I thought it was good, but I ain't seen it in over a decade. At six, a movie that is truly trash, 17%, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah, after that first scene, it went all downhill. Uh, number five, rating 14%. I forgot all about the spirit. Whew, that tried to be a knockoff uh, Sin City, and yeah. it proved to be war. Yeah, I remember that movie being terrible. At number four, with 12%, you have Jonah Hex. <laughs> number three, 10%, <laughs> Electra. <laughs> that movie was terrible. <laughs> Whew. Two with not number two with nine percent fan four stick nine that is bad. <laughs> I remember when I seen I was like maybe maybe I'm gonna still like it after everyone said it was garbage I still try to give it the benefit of the doubt. Best thing that came out of that was Kate Moore and Jamie Bell fight there. Yeah, found love. Yeah, <laughs> and number one with nine percent is Catwoman. And just to put perspective on it, the audience rating is 18%. So nearly nobody I, liked this. That movie was bad. It's <laughs> shocking that Daredevil isn't on there. Yeah. So there you go, Ben Affleck. Oh, the this audience is... rating on a fan four stick is also just 19%. Because so. it is terrible. There's there's no saving grace that movie. Reminds yikes. me, I need to buy it. <laughs> yikes, uh, yikes, yikes. Yikes. Good this eating. You ain't going to see no... When a Marvel movie hits that low... That means it's bad. <laughs> that, means, that means things have gotten very bad. I just can never see that happening because they got a formula. Even if you get tired of the formula, yeah. ain't ain't uh, more than 50% of the people going to be like, yeah, we all sick of this. Now the movie whack. Yeah, that ain't happening. DC, on the other hand, y'all had a few entries. Oh, man. All right. Moving on to kind of in the realm of Fantastic Four. A Doctor Doom solo movie is in development. <laughs> Very much in the realm because not only is it a Fantastic Four character, also a bad idea. <laughs> the only saving grace about it is the dude who's done the Fargo series and um, and Legion is doing or is uh, behind the production of it. What is he directing, producing? I don't know. Still My problem a, with it is oh, still if you can do idea. you can do a different character. Why do these good people have weird tasting? Who's Doctor Doom gonna do? What is he gonna fight? I have no clue. Who is he gonna go against? Who's gonna try to stop him? Fantastic Four. 
This is no, it's gonna be a drama movie, like a Frankenstein type. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Oh man! But now they, of course, on ScreenRant.com, they got a list of people who could play Doctor Doom. Oh lord! Let's hear this. <laughs> Some of them are bad. Some of them are. <laughs> now apparently, Dan Stevens, who is who stars in Legion and was Beast and Beauty and the Beast. He's uh, rumor has it that he's a part has a major part in the role or the movie, but they don't say what role and whatnot. So he could easily be playing Doctor Doom. So they have him on the list. All right. Next they have Mads Mikkelsen on the list. Between them two, who would you go with? Super old Mads Mikkelsen, who has played every villain known to man. Or recently in Doctor Strange, I don't want him, man. <laughs> Immediately in a different movie like that. And so. apparently he auditioned for the last Fantastic Four. We don't know for what role, though. The little mm-hmm. last one? Yes. Who? <laughs> Who in that movie would it have possibly made sense that he would play? I think he said he... he the dad? He, I have no clue. It wasn't Doctor... I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't Doom. Yeah, because he couldn't have been friends. They would have to rechange the whole story. Which <laughs> might have been good. So who... There was... There was Fantastic Four, the dad, and Dr. Doom. Who was he auditioning for? He was going to be Michael B.'s dad. All I know is he said he walked out the audition because something didn't feel right or whatever. What was he auditioning for? That's what my thing is. They probably were hoping he was going to do the movie. He didn't. They had to completely change it and get a black human torch. (laughs) Yeah. All right, between Mads and Dan, who you going with? I'm going with Dan, but he already... Yeah, I'll just go with Dan. Yep, these Arby's. That would just make me mad because he's already in a, fo- or a, yeah, a Fox Marvel related yeah. property. Even though that property ain't never gonna touch the movies, never <laughs> ain't gonna never cross over with anything. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, Jesus Castro. Who was that? I have. I believe they said he is. <sighs> Nope, yeah, he's just, uh, he's just a nobody. <laughs> he's a Spanish actor. This is what he look like. <laughs> if you want to make the movie for cheap, he, there you go. <laughs> he looked that picture looked like he was in a cheap movie. <laughs> Probably was. So between him and Dan, who you going with? I'm going Dan. <laughs> All right. I don't want whoever that, whoever now, that is. This person will fit perfectly for your drama. <laughs> Christoph Waltz. <laughs> The man is 60 years old, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yep, he's 60 years old right now. Why would he be on... I mean, if they want to change it up, just make up a character. Because if y'all going to go 60-year-old Christoph Waltz as Doctor Doom, how old is uh, Fantastic Four? That would be wild. So Especially if they do the ones with the kids. Don't bring that up. That was an even worse idea. <laughs> Oh, Lord. And I believe they said they're still going for it with Stop that. Stop it. That's making me scared because I'm going to be embarrassed. For people that don't, who like superhero movies but don't really know about superhero movies and stuff, and if they ask me questions, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, I can't represent this one. I'll, I'd rather them redo Fantastic Four again. I really do. <laughs> Did any of these ideas. A third time with, with, third time with Spider-Man man. is one thing. Third time on Fantastic Four. I say at least because if it fails again, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like if it fails again, y'all have to. 
give, give it, it back to Marvel. And Marvel's not even going to use it because nope. y'all put so much strength on it. <laughs> they they got to let it chill. <laughs> got to let that breathe until they finish out, until every single character they have now gets yep. three movies. <laughs> so we got to finish Cap- uh, Captain Marvel 3. Like We might approach this in phase six. Uh, not right now, though. Yeeks. All right, so between Kristoff Chris- and Dan, who you got? Kristoff would be funny, but for the better of the movie, I'm going Dan. All right, and then... Kristoff walks. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Next, Sebastian Stan. Or as you guys know, Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Bucky Barnes. Why? <laughs> Dan. Pull up, Dan. Uh, here's a good one. Dan... Arami Malik, aka I Mr. Thought, Robot. I, I thought you no. was about to say Romney Malka. Heavens, no. I would have passed out. Last year alone, he doesn't deserve a role like that. <laughs> if he ever played something like that, okay, who's better? People will go nuts. <laughs> right. And I wouldn't be mad either. <laughs> T- Topher Grace or Romney Malco as Venom. Topher Grace. That's a loose loose. <laughs> Romney Malco as Venom. Oh my god. That movie shouldn't even be able to get to the set. If somebody came, if somebody came with that idea, they're fired immediately. We're, we're, sh- oh, we're shelving the idea. <laughs> The, the whole idea itself is getting shelved. Y'all coming at me with Romney Malco as Venom ideas? Y'all not serious? Y'all not taking your job seriously? Romney Malco as Venom. They ain't taking their job seriously. They came at me with that garbage. Oh, man. Now, Romney Malco as Dr. Doom. You put the mask over him, it's a little more tolerable. I don't care if you can put the mask on Venom as well. Either way. It's still bad. Him, first of all, him carrying a movie is at this so, point in time yeah. is to, is to, I don't care if the movie's called Black Man Goes Cho- On. Chocolate Man. Speaking of chocolate. Oh, I don't want to hear whatever you're about to say. Let me get my all my sound effects ready. I didn't watch this movie, but it was on and I flipped you're past it. You're about to say Chocolate City or whatever. That chocolate City 2. I stopped just to see if Arnez was in this one. He was. I moved on. That movie is called Chocolate City. <laughs> and just for you watching the whole thing from beginning <laughs> to end. <laughs> I did it. I just checked to see if Arnez was in the sequel. Okay, why? How would you need to? Because I knew he was in the first one. Uh, how do you know? Because I just remember. Okay. I ain't never watch it. Huh. I was actually trying to see if Genuine was in the movie too. I, I couldn't see. Why? Stand. You just wanted Genuine to be in the movie? I didn't know he was Because I knew he was in the movie. Okay. Also, such and such was also in the movie. And such and such. I, I believe just... the first one D. Ray Davis was in. Yes. Vivica A. Fox was in this one. Uh, who else? Who's that one? What's his name? Makai Pfeiffer. I didn't like his role. <laughs> I think it was Makai. <laughs> Let me look it up. And Michael Jaya White, but I didn't see him in there. Unless he bought now. Chocolate City. That's when you started. When you put the CH in, it filled in the rest of it because you've been looking <laughs> it up all the time. Nah, but these movie posters are disgusting. <laughs> A movie I didn't know ever was released. What's that movie that 
Backstreet Boys and NSYNC did together on Sci-Fi, Dead 7 or something. Oh, yeah. That came out. Mm-hmm. I think it came out last year, too. I was like, dang, I completely missed this. I must not watch Sci-Fi, then. I might have to watch this. Oh, this movie. The first one had Arnaz, Vivica Fox, D-Ray Davis, Michael Jai White, Tyson Beckford, Darren's Dance Moves. Uh, the director of it played a character. <laughs> And Genuine and Carmen Electra. Oh, my Carmen Electra. Speaking of falling off. Now, what's the second one? How come? Oh, the second one is called Chocolate City Vegas. And that <laughs> that had, who do they add to this cast? Day 26, man. Mackay Pfeiffer, Mel B, uh, Baron Davis. <laughs> Baron Davis, in the credits, said he played... Jacob the Comedian. <laughs> Why was Baron Davis playing a comedian? And yes, your boy Willie was in this. That's his name. Not only was he in it, Loyati was in this movie. Mm. This was probably made when Loyati was just bubbling. That's disturbing. Unless they finished this movie, filmed, and edited this year. <laughs> Probably. It was, I'm assuming it's whack. I wouldn't know. I ain't watched the other thing. His name is Jean-Claude Lamar. Jean-Claude Lamar. Now, let's see what he's directed. Oh, they don't got a list. So. <laughs> he ain't directed nothing. Oh. You act like he ain't direct Gang, Gang of Roses. That classic movie that showed one Wiz Khalifa tattooed up, bandanaed up on a horse. Oh my god. Wait, no, gosh. no, no. He directed the first one. The first one had. It shouldn't Mo- be two. The first one had Monica, uh, Lil' Kim. How does Lisa, he get these two movies? How does he get Lisa these sequels Ray, made? Bobby Brown, Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash ain't black. How'd she get in that movie? And then the sequel. Where's the sequel at? This movie made four hundred thousand in the box office. They must make a killing there's on no, video. There's no Wikipedia page for the second one. Just know Tiana Taylor was in it. Claudia Jordan was in it. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember who else I was in it. Sleeping on that. Yikes! It was called Gang Roses Two: Next Generation. <laughs> Amber uh, Rose was in it. That's trash. Why did they manage to make this movie with all those people? That is trash. Oh, yeah, Charlie Baltimore got killed in it. Nobody knows who that is anymore. Yeah, we may have to watch this on the podcast one day <laughs> with this little 2.8 out of 10. And then get somebody from it. Get the director. He should be free. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting Jean-Claude Lamar and Charlie Baltimore because I know she ain't doing nothing. Jean-Claude Lamar is probably not even his real name. Oh, yeah, I remember who else was in this movie. Roxy. Oh, yeah. She was one of the main characters. Dang. You need to hit up Terrence J to get some uh, some advice on how to get into movies. Wiz Khalifa played Timmy. Timmy? You don't look like no Timmy. Ugh, anyways, I don't know. This got derailed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was asking um, between Dan and Rami Malik, who you got as Dr. Doom? I'm going Rami Malik because... He seems weird. Odd and can do some scientific tweaking on like some <laughs> some metal pieces and computer parts and Alright, now here's a good matchup. Rami Malik or Toby Kibble. Kebble. 
Kibbles and Bits. If you remember, he played, played them already. So, no, you <laughs> tried one time and it didn't work, so you don't get two. He also said he wouldn't do it again unless the, 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 car- or the property moved over to Marvel. Uh, All right, here's another good matchup. Rami, or how do you pronounce this fella's name? Ian Groford. Oh, yeah. Whatever his name is, who played Reed Richards in the original Why? two Fantastic No. <laughs> All right, well, that's all of the people, so you're looking at a Rami Malik, Dr. Doom, if you have a say in it. That's, I don't want that, but that's the better of the, I mean, the more entertaining would be the Christoph Waltz, Dr. Doom movie, <laughs> but that's just unacceptable also. Yeah, yeah let, let a serious director do that, and don't call it Dr. Doom. All right. Yeah, hour and 14 already? Jesus. All right, let me breeze to this last topic. Um, kind of works because they just announced that, uh, what is it, Bond 25 or whatever is going to come out in 2019, and Daniel Craig is attached to do it, making it his fifth go as James Bond. Christopher Nolan recently said that he would love to do a James Bond movie only if they needed him, and he said Tom Hardy would be an amazing Bond. (laughs) Do you agree with that latter, uh, tidbit of information? Yeah, it would be definitely a different uh, vibe to it. It'd be like a more political thriller. His <laughs> fighting abilities would be more rough and tough. Yeah, he ain't doing all that uh, running. Smooth stuff. <laughs> he ain't seducing his lady with a martini or nothing in his hand. <laughs> he do it with a, a beer bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it could be good. Yeah, but he got some options. Uh, he could go with Tom Hardy. He can go with Leo. He could go with uh, he could go with uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or if you want to get real weird with it, Ellen Page. <laughs> they should do a Jamie Bond. Dang, and Ellen Page would be stealing everybody's girl. She would be very short. Yeah, she's a little tiny. <laughs> Going against all these tall villains. Uh, so yeah, that would be a little dope idea if it came down to it. He could make Michael Caine. Uh, James Bond, he like him. He put him in all his movies. Woo! Or, uh, your boy that you just said that you have a crush on. I ain't got a crush on no fellas. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Yuck. <laughs> that, I'm just picturing Morgan Freeman shooting the gun. <laughs> Can barely hold it because his yeah, bones he, is getting weak. He limping <laughs> with the gun in his hand, with the uh, cane in the other. But you already know he got his 18-year-old granddaughter girlfriend. Yuck. That is, these people are very odd. Shout out to uh, Robert Kelly, the Pied Piper. (laughs) Welcome home, OJ. My boy Juice. Dang, the Juice Man's back. We're ready to get the squeeze. (laughs) Uh, Just remind me of 2K. (sighs) Never finished that story mode. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like they ain't going to have one this year. They surely ain't going to have Michael B. Uh, all Maybe right, Brandon T. Jackson or something. No, thank you. <laughs> all right, before we move on to this punishment segment, you got anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, I think that's it. All right, so like I said, I got mad options. I got options for the punishment uh, segment, so I want you to give me your choice between these. First up, Luke Beeson, the director of One Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Because he said he already wrote the sequel to Valerian before the movie even came out. Oh, he's done Mr. and complete. He's Mr. Cocky. 
I, if he would have asked me, I would have told him, don't waste your time, because I knew that movie was going to bomb. And it did. Above a $100 million budget <laughs> brought in about, what, $14 million? Yeah. Okay. You ain't, get, get, you ain't getting none of that back. Get the correct number right here. <laughs> so he's an option. It made $17 million. Oh, 17, yep. <laughs> and okay. it came in fifth place. <laughs> Girls Trip, which made was made for $0. $31 million. See? You and gotta, way better reviewed, even though it's not certified. That's racist. Yeah, they just doing that. They're like, some people gonna come around and change their mind. And in the top five, Valerian looks so stupid because everybody else is at high 80s or 90s. And then you're not. Sitting there at 54. It's still higher than I, I expected it to be. It's really just a toss-up. It's surely higher than uh, Wish Upon and Ugh. the Transformers combined. <laughs> <laughs> and even at the house in there, and it's still... <laughs> Like, so technically that movie good. Yeah, man. All right, so he's an option. Next yeah. up, Bloomhouse as a whole, because this is where I was watching Wish Upon. I, f- for the first time, saw the Happy Death Day trailer, and I was like, oh, I didn't know y'all coming out with a Before I Fall, y'all's own version. <laughs> it's li- These Groundhog Day movies are starting to become a thing now, because it's literally a girl gets killed on her birthday and she keeps reliving that same day over and over again but she has to figure out who killed her like in before i fall but this one's just violent (laughs) so that's the option next up anyone from wish upon because it was just bad (laughs) acting all around or channing tatum who said he (laughs) he's still starring in the gambit in gambit movie they just had to reshift some things around because Deadpool and Logan came out and changed the game up. He has some mental health issues. <laughs> he, he's dealing with some delusion. Or last but not least, your boy, Dang DeHaan, for dropping two crappy movies in one year. Oh, and yeah. we ain't even made it to August yet. He made throws another one. <laughs> so, he goes with the three-peat. <laughs> all right, so your options are Luke Beeson, Bloomhouse, Anybody from Wish Upon, <laughs> Channing Tatum, or your boy Dane DeHaan? All right, here's how I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna eliminate people first. All right, I'm so letting Bloomhouse off the leash all right. because Bloomhouse Tilt, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. is the producers of that action-packed Bruce Lee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lately, so I'm a. Uh, I mean, I can't lie. This Happy Death Day trailer movie looked good. <laughs> 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 so I was just mad that I'm, I don't want to see this type of movie again this year. All right, so I'm going to let them off the leash. All right. Then that leaves us with Luke Beeson. Anybody from Wish Upon? I'm taking Wish Upon off because okay. I couldn't name anybody outside of I, Joey King. and I caught her Zoe King. Yeah, so she <laughs> off the fact that that's enough of a punishment for the fact we don't know your name. All right, so we got we got three people left. Luke. Chan Chan and Dane. His name is Dane. <laughs> Dane is a crazy <laughs> name that's up there with Travis. <laughs> Dane. He's not like a, that's a dog's name. <laughs> oh man. Alright, so let me take a look at Dane DeHaan. I almost wanna say he can't help it because he's weird. The fact that when he's not in movies, he looks way older than what he does in movies. That is sad. Uh, I'm going to take him off, and it's going to come down between 
director man and Chan Channing Chan. Tatum. Channing Tatum is really just a discipline. <laughs> Which one is worse? Which one? Getting ahead of yourself and writing the hook, taking your time out of your life to and write he, a movie. And he said he, he either started or about to start on the third one. Okay, so. <laughs> My man, <laughs> but yeah, he's out of control. Shannon right. Tatum is just something odd. Too many head spins when he's a b-boy. I think he just refuses to, uh, he must not be a quitter. Yeah, he ain't giving up. Because we, we're just trying to save you from wasting your time. I don't see this being another Deadpool situation. Because Deadpool has cool characteristics. Gambit has a sideshow written all over it. Yeah. But that's oh, yeah, we didn't mention that uh, Warner Brothers was talking about making a Joker versus Harley Quinn movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they already got oh yeah they already got their Batgirl production schedule going. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's not gonna be in Shazam anymore, which means y'all can remove that movie from <laughs> that the production schedule. They are making a plane <laughs> Shazam movie with actor in the row. <laughs> and I was reading somewhere because I don't know much about Shazam. They said he really has no other villains besides there's like only a few more other people they could choose, but they're definitely not as big as Black Adam. That's crazy. So what I'm hearing is we ain't never going to get a Black Adam movie because the Shazam movie is going to be totes. <laughs> but anyways, Luke Beeson, you're on punishment, sir, for getting ahead of yourself and writing a script to already debatably crappy movie that bombed at the box office. He should have knew. This looks exactly like Jupiter Ascending that came out a couple it years really ago. It looks like a combination of all those movies. Nobody wants to see these type of movies anymore. Nope, clearly Look, not. Movies go through their phases, and this type of movie is not it. Just because it looks cool, don't mean you're going to get the Avatar treatment. Your name is not James Cameron. Maybe <laughs> Your name is Luke. And they don't, you don't even have a K in it. It's just <laughs> L-U-C. Hey, now this means maybe if he would have threw Liam Neeson in the joint. It would have been better. <laughs> it would have made more money. Maybe $20 million. Yeah. But ain't nobody trying to see a Dane DeHaan, Cara Delevingne-led yeah, film. Yeah, if y'all had some different stars, maybe that could have brought y'all an extra couple milli. We, we good on that. So, yeah, Luke, it's self-explanatory. You're on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner and think about how you're spending your free time. Go write another Liam Neeson action movie yeah, for that. Write something different. Write something else that's super shiny like your other movies. Hey. Alright, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. We have to resolve which movie was it? Uh, we got Dunkirk and Valerian to resolve for like this I past Dunkirk week. Dunkirk a very low rating. Yeah, we were far off. Even though it's kind of been dropping. I'd say we were both in the 70s. But first up, yeah, so for Dunkirk right now, going Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting at a 92%. Dang. I gave it a 77%. No, I know I gave it something lower. You gave it a 73%. Oh, Lord. I mean, I barely get the W because we was both far off. <laughs> Next is Valerian, the city of a thousand planets. You go on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting at a 54%. <laughs> I gave it a 46%. And you gave it a 55%, getting one point off from hitting it right on the bullseye, so you get the W there, which puts the 
tally 15 for me and 12 for you. I got to make a comeback. This coming week, we got the Emoji Movie, which still is sitting at a scoreless. Uh Uh-oh. So (laughs) that means we got a low one. (laughs) So we're going to see about that one. But for this week, a movie that I believe is 90-something minutes long. It screams of a movie that should be two hours, but thank goodness it's not, because it looks like it could be sus. That is The Dark Tower. Okay. What are you giving this movie? Uh, all right. Usually I just go with the first thing that popped to my head, which was a 67%. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I actually feel that way, but I go with the first thing that comes to my head. The same as me, so you give it a 67. Mm-hmm. While you were talking, the first number that came to my head was 46. So, for the Dark Tower, you gave it a 67%. I gave it a 46%. Now, it looked like it can be that low. But I'm going with the first number that popped in my head. Now, if you were saying something like kidnapped, I would would say 13. (laughs) Yeah, that would be booty. But, um, all right, so... Yeah, so we're going to uh, resolve that one in a few weeks when that comes out in August, whatever. I can't remember the date. All right. What movies? Is it a Blu-ray segment now? Uh, let's see. Yep. Uh-oh. Um. Oh, yeah, this is actually for... All right, hold on. I got to get a song ready. So the first movie up is a movie that goes by the name of... Did you see this movie? Uh, Oh, unforgettable. (laughs) Yes, I did. The sad thing was when I was adding other movies to my this year's list and I came across that movie, I said to myself, what is this? And then I was quickly remembered. Oh, this is that trash with Rosario Dawson and your girl Catherine Heigl. Nah. <laughs> so that means that is a movie I will never want to see again. And then next after that, we have Boss Baby. That's a that's a might rent because I still look at that movie and like, dang, this is one of the crappier kids movies I've seen recently. But if I want to verify, I would rewatch it. But yeah, I put that out of my rent. Now, this has nothing to do with movies, but I started listening to Meek Mill's album, and he's singing too much. Oh, my god! And that is not something I want to ever hear from Meek Mill, because I heard some singing. <laughs> I do what I always do. Look at my phone to see who's featuring. <laughs> no one. Saw nothing. <laughs> and then realized, listen closer, that's Meek. Uh, Meek they, is feeling some type of way. They was hyping that up on Everyday Struggle. I mean, he's he's... He's doing what Meek does well. There was a surprise little, because I didn't look at the track listing, and there was a song where it was typical Meek Mill talking about money and stuff, and then it just flowed in the Lil Uzi Vert's verse. Lil Uzi Vert's verse. And I was like, I don't like that. But anyways, the next movie is Ghost in the Show. Oh, my God. I never want to see that again. I just <laughs> recently watched the... Uh, Honest trailer for that. I bet that was hilarious. That was I'm, funny. I'm good on that movie. Then lastly, I can never remember if you seen Gifted. Still haven't seen that movie, but I should, I'll see it eventually this year. Gifted, and that's the last one. All right, so what do you plan on watching before the next episode? 
Let's see. I would like to see Atomic Blonde. I'll settle for Girls Trip, but I prefer Atomic Blonde, and maybe I'll watch Brigsby Bear on the computer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to I see all three of those as well. It'll literally be a toss-up between Atomic Blonde and... An emoji Movie? No. I mean, I'm going to see that, too. But <laughs> it'll be a toss-up between Atomic Blonde and Girls Trip, whichever one is for the times. For the right. times. Both of my shoes get untied. <laughs> Anyways. Dang, got somebody sneaky crawling on the floor. Dang. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nady Crosby, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretson third, a.k.a. Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. <laughs> Nady Parker, Belly Rollin', <laughs> Robert Balmain Jr., <laughs> your boy, Young Wizzy, and huh? <laughs> Rolly Man. It is me, Walking Pennsworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya, Fix My Life, and Zen, aka Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, Sweet Lady, Would You, you Be, be Mine? mine? We love for a time. So you got mumble it. I feel like we skipped the big part. All right, so sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and. I got it. Sweet lady, would you be mine? Woo! Sweet lady. Why is that so difficult? All right, sweet lady, be my sweet love for Okay, so sweet lady, would you be mine? Sweet love for a time. I'll be, be there when you need me. Just, just call it for me. Okay. Sweet lady, would you be my okay. sweet love for mm-hmm. a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Oh, let's do it right. Go. Okay, so. Sweet lady, would you be mine? Sweet love for a long time. I'll be there when need me. Just call and receive me. Sweet lady, would you be mine? Turn up! Sweet love for a long time. I already all right, we got a good one time. Uh, all right, how long we've been doing this already? Uh, 1.33. Oh, really? I'm surprised. Usually when you tell me, it goes another hour. I'm assuming we forgot a segment. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm feeling. Guess I'll figure it out when I listen back. Uh, Do we say anything else besides... Yeah, first uh, of, I think this is the last part. 
So first and foremost, shout out to Ansel Edgar. King Ansel. Um, you already know Jai Courtney sucks. Mm-hmm. We know that Miles Teller sucks. Mm-hmm. We know that Theo James sucks. Mm-hmm. We know that Alex Rose sucks. Mm-hmm. We know that Chingy sucks. Mm-hmm. Is that everybody before we get Joey to... Joey King sucks too. Joey King. <laughs> Gotta have an honorable lady every and, episode. Yeah, we're we gonna add a new lady each time. And the current king sitting on the throne. Is it? Chingy? Natalie Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I don't know I can't remember Who we said was closest <laughs> Did the Death Note Did another Death Note trailer Come out I ought to watch it And see if I can Submit them right there But uh, Nat Wolf sucks mm-hmm. Oh so I guess that's how We end the yeah. podcast <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> we don't deserve, we, we we don't don't deserve to have anybody listen to this. Yeah, if we can't get our shenanigans together, <laughs> this is bananas. Uh, oh well. Anyways, we gotta end this <laughs> off with. Nah. Uh, uh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs>